you know, the rapidly rising uh, um, uh, in with, uh, with uh, I don't know. Uh, this is Good Morning Liberty. Well, what is up, all of our Liberty-loving friends? This is another fantastic episode of the Good Morning Liberty Podcast. My name is Nate, and with me, as always, is my BFF, Charles, Chuck, Lawrence, Charlie Thompson. How's it going today, uh, man? Hostess with the mostest. The, exactly. That's what yeah, we call you. Exactly. E- exactly. So this is, hey, everyone gets a free preview today. That's what I'm excited about today. You know what I'm psyched about? All kinds of things, even though it's a Friday and typically we don't like Fridays as much, but I'm psyched for the 2020 election and all the things Joe (laughs) Biden's not going to say or try to say. I'm excited about that. Uh, The world is burning. So I'm wondering, you know, is there going to be a how do do I put this without putting myself in prison? Is there Uh, going to be a, a call? A call to, to action? To Yeah, something like that. I'm not sure. I'm not going to say arms. No, no. Yeah, you I'm wouldn't not going to put say, that together no. in a sentence. You wouldn't want to say, is uh, yeah. there going to be a call to arms? But is there going to be one of those? A, a call to arms? No, and I'm not saying that. <laughs> that's <laughs> okay. Not, that's not what I'm saying. It depends but on- But if you were to say that, I'm wondering, would is, yeah, is that going to happen? If I were to say what? Yeah. 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 Okay. That's what I'm trying to say. So anyway, this is the Good Morning Liberty (laughs) podcast. Guys, go to your favorite podcast app. If you are listening on Facebook or Twitter or whatever, for the very first time, we do a new episode every single day of the week when we want to, talking about life, liberty, and the pursuit of meaning. You can't make it without those things whatsoever. We got to talk liberty on a daily basis because, good Lord, y'all look around. It's not looking too good as far as the old Liberty trains going right now. Mm -hmm. It's a rolling backwards real quick. So we're doing this episode. This is the dumb bleep of the week, by the way. It's where we try to vote on what the dumbest thing we saw all week was. So you want to stick around for that. Very difficult to narrow everything down today because everything is dumb right now. Basically, every single thing is dumb. So you've you've got all kinds of stuff going on with the whole Chaz thing at AutoZone. We're calling it AutoZone, by the way, now, if you're talking about Seattle. That's... Uh, Get in the zone. <laughs> the Seattle AutoZone <laughs> is uh, not the one that was on fire in Minneapolis. This is the Seattle AutoZone. You know, we should start a <laughs> we should start a libertarian one, and we'll call it Napa, and it'll be like the non-aggression principle, mm-hmm. Amer- principled America or something like that. So they'll have AutoZone, we'll have Napa, and... We can maybe coexist, but I don't know. I don't know if they're going to aggress against us. One, the first hypocritical thing I want to talk about is, <laughs> is well, there's many, yeah. but th- this is all very interesting. And I've told you guys to pay attention, pay attention to the pandemic, pay attention to what's going on around you. Uh, this is all very interesting. Of, and, and the mental gymnastics that it takes to be a part of this movement uh, just blows my mind. And Sam said in the live group here, which by the way, if you want to chat with us while we're live, you can do that by going to patreon.com slash good morning Liberty. And that'll get you the live feed every single day. Right now, a lot of you are getting the, the free access and we wanted to kind of put that out for it. So you guys can see how the live show goes. If you want to interact with us live every single day of the week, go to patreon.com slash good morning Liberty for as little as five bucks a month. But Sam made a comment here and he said, poor kids are just as bright and just as talented as white kids. That's the first time I never said that. 
<laughs> that was Joe Biden's own words, and we have that on a gaffe. Poor kids are just as bright and just as talented as white kids. Just now, in case you hadn't heard him say that yet. My question is, why is Joe Biden not canceled I for saying know. that? I don't know. You're going to cancel Mark Wahlberg? Lady Annabellum, they made a stupid mistake anyway. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to talk about Lady A. Real All these quick. people are getting canceled right now. Uh, you know, and as Stapleton put it on his program, because they're not bending the knee and, and they're making dumb mistakes. So all these people are getting canceled. How is Joe Biden not canceled? And not only is Joe Biden not canceled, they want you to vote for him because they think that the guy who said marriage was between one man and one woman who wrote the damn legislation for all the, the the three strike rule and all that during the Clinton administration, Joe Biden championed in that. The guy who was the VP for eight years under Obama and did nothing was in the Senate for thirty six years. And now, how is he not canceled? Because he's running against Trump. That's okay. why. In fact, what I would recommend for Mark, Mark Wahlberg is that he announce his candidacy for president also against Trump. against Trump, and that way he can. You know, be uncanceled, be uncanceled right. now. Same thing for you Lady A. Subscribe to Mark Wahlberg again. Exactly. Then yeah. you can start watching Mark Wahlberg again. I've never been a fan of his anyway. You know, so you you've always liked. I Marky think you're Mark. shaking. Oh, I am kind of shaking yeah. a little bit. Sorry about that. How That's, am I shaking your desk? They're separated. I, I have no idea, but it is. It's my I, camera was. I was. <laughs> I was just sciencing Charlie's desk from over here. That's just crazy. <laughs> okay, so we got a a little bit. Did you finish what you were saying? By the way, I just thought that was. It's it's hip it's it's hypocrisy all over the place. We it's, said yesterday it's a hypocritic. It's a hip. Everyone took the hypocritic oath before 2020 started. <laughs> That's right for sure. And it, the only thing I want to say about it is it's it's hilarious, but it's moving past funny at this point because uh, it's moved past funny to disgusting. But these people are serious. Yeah, and that this whole time I thought it was a joke. <laughs> So you just, wrote it down in I your wrote diary. It down in my diary. 2020 is a joke. <laughs> and now it's turning the corner. And Liberals I think, had a very funny joke this morning. <laughs> that's, what, that's what I say. Every time I hear something like that, I'm like, oh, wow. Progressives sure are funny. Wow. They should be on Comedy Central. And uh, But now, now everything's getting serious. No, this is I'm, real. I'm like, what is going on? We were talking about the the Seattle AutoZone earlier and you know their list of demands by the way the fact that you just keep calling it auto zone this is so funny the get in you can get in the zone over in seattle if you want to but you're <laughs> going to need to bring some stuff with you uh because they've got some needs everyone and i just thought it was pretty it's pretty insane to think about the fact that they're the seattle autonomous zone so I was looking up the definition of autonomous, and right there in the Galdern Dictionary, I know we'll probably change it soon, uh, but right now, autonomous means something like the same as independent. So you're independent from something else. You're autonomous. You you don't need anything else. You're separate. You're, par- you're apart. But of course, they put out a list of demands that say, hey, we're not going to stop until you give us all of your money. But we are the Seattle independent zone right now. We don't need anyone else. We're separate. But also give us all of your money. It's 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 pretty insane when you think about it. And if you just if you could understand the mental gymnastics of deciding that you're going to put up a sign saying that you're no longer in the USA, but also be demanding that everyone in the USA pay taxes towards the stuff that you want. It, it's it's kind of ridiculous. I don't I don't know what else you would really expect. So we got this story out of the Seattle AutoZone 
that, uh, you know, first off, it's super peaceful. There's nothing violent going on there whatsoever. Everyone's just sitting around uh, singing Kumbaya, Karl Marx, and all kinds of stuff, just sitting around the, the barrel fire at night and, uh, and, and just having a grand old time. There's so much peace and love going on. Uh, if, if, if you were to listen to, say, the Seattle mayor uh, who says that they're just nice and peaceful and they've had no problems, well, the Seattle police chief, this is from The Blaze. The Seattle police chief says rapes and robberies are occurring in Chaz. That's the Capitol Hill AutoZone area. And officers can't respond to them. Now, not that this matters. They're not calling 911, are they? They are calling 911. And they their response time has gone from around five minutes to about 18 minutes, if they can even get there, if, if they're able to get to people. Mm. So that's not good. Before anyone decides that, well, this is the Seattle police chief, and therefore this evil white racist guy uh, just doesn't care about the peaceful freedom that those people are living in, um, the Seattle police chief is a, is a black woman. Not, not, that that, not that that actually matters, but before anyone wants to make that argument, um, I, I figure we might as well go ahead and say that. Seattle Police Chief Carmen Best said violent crimes are occurring within the area of the city taken over by protesters and officers are unable to respond quickly enough, if at all. Earlier this week, a group of anti-police protesters took control of a six-block area of the city that has become known as the Capitol Hill AutoZone, or CHAZ, which includes a police precinct. Officers surrendered the East Precinct and vacated the area. Best would not confirm who gave the order. As uh, so a quote from Best, our calls for service have been more than tripled. Best said, these are responses to emergency calls, rapes, robberies, and all sorts of violent acts that have been occurring in the area that we're not able to get to. Although President Trump has called for city and state officials to disband the auto zone and the head of Seattle's police union called the situation absolutely appalling, both Mayor Jenny Durkin and Washington Governor Jay Inslee appear content to allow the auto zone to stand unbothered, at least for now. Yes, I'm going to keep calling it AutoZone. Seattle Police Chief Carmen Best said violent crime... Oh, wait, I just read that real quick. Let me get down to what they were talking about. The protesters are calling for police department to be abolished, ICE to be banned from the city, and some prisons to be closed, among other requests, in pursuit of their vision of racial, economic, and criminal justice equity. Some demands, like free college and the employment of black doctors and nurses, seem unrelated to the original purpose of the protests. You don't say. You don't say it seems kind of unrelated. It, it kind of seems like a... I don't know if I were to imagine the leader of this group, I, I would say that it would probably be Bernie Sanders. <laughs> that's that's what I would what I would guess. I'm not saying that Bernie Sanders is actually the leader of the group. I'm just saying that they all probably have those weird Bernie tattoos on their arms or something like that. Inslee said that the auto zone is unpermitted, but will be allowed to continue for now because it's a peaceful protest. He said he would oppose military intervention by President Trump. I said, I spoke with Durkin and her team about the situation on Capitol Hill. Inslee wrote on Twitter, although unpermitted and we should remember we are still in a pandemic, the area is largely peaceful. Peaceful protests are fundamentally American and I am hopeful there will be a peaceful resolution. Uh, what we will not allow are threats of military violence against Washingtonians coming from the White House. Inslee continued, the U.S. military serves to protect Americans, not the fragility of an insecure president. So, anyway, anyway. The, it's it's not it's not just as all peaceful and kumbaya as it sounds, folks. I'm not saying that it's this 
vicious hellhole that's as bad as a normal street in Chicago on a Saturday night. But I am saying it's not just this amazing, peaceful place where you don't need to have any type of emergency responders to be able to go into whatsoever. It's kind of insane. I, I'm I'm interested to well, know how long they're going to allow it to go on. What's amazing is just because you declare utopia does not mean utopia manifests itself. No. And on that space in that space you know because apparently that's it's no longer part of the usa they're not subjugated to the laws or anything else like that and apparently it's just supposed to be of land of unicorn and rainbows and somehow some of the same issues are still happening i know in this land of unicorn and rainbows and in fact their major demands require still being able to take money from the good old us of a so they're really not that autonomous overall they they just they just want your money and they're holding this area for ransom and that's basically what's happening so it's a it's pretty interesting that wasn't part of the dumb bleep because we've already talked about this a lot charlie's gonna kick us off with the number one dumb bleep on our list today i thought this was pretty crazy and it posed a very interesting question about virtual schooling i don't know if any of you guys heard about this so anyway charlie Take is this out. the Rolling Stone? Or? No, this is uh, the first Dumbleep. Police search Baltimore County House right after the AutoZone article. Oh, this is the first Dumbleep. Yeah. Oh, I see. Oh, I see. Yes. It says okay. Dumbleep real big. Yeah, real big just words. right there. With two BBs in the middle. There's two Bs. Two, BB. Not, just one. That, it's because of this exactly. article. Anyway, <laughs> this coming out of uh, Fox Baltimore. Police search Baltimore County House over BB gun in virtual class. A Baltimore County family is warning other parents after they say police were called to their house over something that happened during a virtual school lesson. The incident is raising concerns over privacy and safety in the area in the era of online learning. As a Navy veteran with four years of active duty, Courtney Lancaster has extensive knowledge of guns, how to use them, and how to store them. Her 11-year-old son, who owns a, who owns BB guns, is a Boy Scout in fifth grade at Seneca Elementary School. Quote, he's just a very intellectual child, but he's all boy as well. He loves to be outside and play and ride his bikes and that sort of thing, she told Project Baltimore. In his pursuit of becoming an Eagle Scout, Courtney says her son has learned how to shoot a BB gun and an airsoft gun. He, also, he has also taken three levels of archery lessons. His mother says he stores his bow and guns on his on the uh, this wall in his bedroom. It's never been a problem until June 1, when police pulled up outside her house. Quote, I have no idea what to think. I've never been in any legal trouble whatsoever. Probably because of white privilege. <laughs> I've, I've never had any negative encounter with law enforcement, said Courtney. I had no idea. I really didn't know what to think. Courtney says she was home with her son, who's been doing virtual learning since schools shut down in March. So I answered the door. The police officer was, uh, he was very nice. He explained to me that he was coming to address an issue with my son's school. Courtney told Project Baltimore. And then he explained to me that he was here to search for weapons in my home. And I consented to let him in. There was and the first the, problem right yeah, there. Yeah, that's problem number one. Yeah. And then I, unfortunately, stood there and watched police officers into my, enter my 11-year-old son's bedroom. Courtney was told someone had seen the guns in her son's bedroom during a Google Meet class on his laptop. According to emails, Courtney later exchanged with a school administrator a screenshot was taken during the online class. The principal of Seneca Elementary was notified. Courtney says she was told the school safety officer then called police. 
Jesus. So just, all these people. Just to clarify this, this uh, this kid got in trouble. Cops got sent to the house because uh, there's I can't show you guys the photo because we're on a podcast, but because there were a couple BB guns mounted on the back of his wall. And uh, I didn't put the quote in here, but the superintendent or the principal basically said that having the guns visible in the virtual class was the same thing as bringing guns to school. Same. BB guns in your own room in your own home was the same as bringing the guns to school. Hmm. Just, just if anyone wants to wrap their head around that real quick. Think I'll get canceled on Facebook if we put guns up on our wall? <laughs> I don't know. I'm not sure. What about a picture of a gun? I mean, I, I don't know. I don't huh. know. It's pretty crazy. She said, I felt violated as a parent for my child who's standing there with police officers in his room just to see the fear on his face. Courtney says the police officers were in her home for about 20 minutes and found no violations. No laws were broken and no dangers present. They left without any further action, but Courtney wasn't done. Since that day, she has written school administrators, the superintendent, and the school board demanding answers. She says the principal initially compared bringing a weapon to a virtual class to bringing a gun to school. She was also told she could not see the screenshot of her son's bedroom because it's not part of his student record. Now, that's pretty creepy just to start off with. You've got an 11-year-old son taking a virtual class and someone's... I mean, that's just something I hadn't really thought about if you do have kids doing this, that there's just people taking screenshots of the kid's bedroom. I mean, that's pretty crazy if you think (laughs) about it. I don't know. I'm not sure I like that. Josh says next they will ban uh, finger pistols. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Rubber band gone. Rubber band guns gone. <laughs> so the main thing, we don't have to go through the whole thing. The last the last point that she makes is the best one, by the way, Charlie, the very last paragraph. So she says, what are the parameters? What are the lines drawn? If my son is sitting at the kitchen island next to a butcher block, does that constitute a weapon? It's not allowed at school, right? So would my home then be searched because he's sitting next to a butcher block? I feel like parents need to be made aware of what the implications are what the expectations are. So that was a good point. If they're doing, if they're doing the class and he's sitting in the kitchen and you can see the, you can see the knife block in the background. Well, it's, it's not okay to bring knives to school. So therefore you're going to have to send the cops to the kid's house because he just had knives in his virtual class. What if his dad's walking around naked and accidentally comes <laughs> in his room? I don't, I don't know. Is that? A, I guess that's indecent exposure. That, uh, now your house it? becomes public property because the public school is operating inside your house. Right. So that's why. I, I mean, you're you're naked in your own home. This is <laughs> this is confusing. I know. And if we lose the right to be so naked now, in our own homes, then I, there's essentially I don't know. the government's violating the Third Amendment. So now the Third <laughs> Amendment's being violated. You're, you're quartering the government in your own home. Oh, man. Not soldiers specifically, but I mean, government it's, intrusion. I mean, they've been in your home for a long time anyway. If yeah, they're already a cell in phone. They're in there. I just had TV, never, internet, phone. I'd never considered the fact that the rules of the public school would extend now into your house because you're doing the virtual school from your house. That's a pretty interesting argument i mean i'm obviously nowhere i come down on an argument that's just but that's really interesting i hadn't sense. even thought about that that's yet. common sense nate i don't know yeah. why you don't understand that of course it is it's common sense uh, virtual signaling uh, <laughs> virtual signaling 
Nice. That's, that's what it is. That's good. All right, so that's dumb bleep number one, the BB gun. The Red Rider rules. Red, Red Rider laws is what we'll call that. You know, like Red Rider BB guns yeah. instead of Red Flag laws, just in case no one <laughs> picked up on that. So dumb bleep number two goes to Walmart. Now, this is just kind of dumb. Whatever. They're a private business. They can do whatever they want. It's totally fine. But it's really stupid to me that people are having to change business practices that make complete and total sense. Just so you guys know, at my Walmart, like everything is locked up in a glass case of emotion. And also, <laughs> all the things are locked up in glass cases. Just every cell phone, uh, chargers, the cases, you know, you can't get your razors, you can't get a lot of hair care products. All, you know, just everything is in a glass case. Jewelry. Jewelry, probably. Watches. All that kind of it's stuff. It's weird how those things are in display cases that are locked. Yeah. So anyway, Walmart ends the practice of locking up black hair care products sold in stores, sold in its stores. So, I mean, that sounds racist just to begin with, because I've been using so-called black hair care products for a long time. And I know you guys can tell. I don't know why you got to specify, you know, wh what race of people everything's for. That sounds wrong. Is this black hair or hair for black people? Oh, maybe it is just for black hair. I hadn't even thought about that. Right. That's why I've been using black hair <laughs> care products right. the whole time. Oh, okay. Well, never mind. We'll take it off. Okay. Anyway, Walmart says it will no longer store multicultural cosmetic products and security cases inside its stores. Multicultural yeah. cosmetic products. Okay. <laughs> because they've been only leaving the white products out on the shelf right. for, where it says whites only right. on the shelves it's, over there. Yeah. That's in an open shelf. But then the, the multicultural products, yeah. which doesn't include um, anyone of a European culture, the other multicultural non-European products are in a glass case. They have a so that's why, like, if Supreme Shelf, yeah, for the supremacists, exactly, right, and then all others, uh, yeah, that, that are locked. Exactly. The nation's largest retailer announced a new policy on Wednesday, a few days after a black woman in Montebello, Colorado, shared a video on social media showing the different ways her local Walmart displayed hair care products for blacks and all other hair care products. In the video, mainstream shampoos and conditioners commonly used by white people are on open shelves, while products designed for black people's hair are stored in locked plastic cases. White privilege, this is the quote, white privilege also extends to hair care products, apparently in Walmart. The woman says in the video, there are black and brown people all over the place. The message is clear. We don't trust you. The, differ the differential treatment for ethnic products sold at Walmart stores has been raised on social media by Walmart customers multiple times in recent years. It was also the subject of a discrimination lawsuit against Walmart that was dropped last year in which the plaintiffs argued storing black products and security cases implied black people were more likely to shoplift. In its announcement, Walmart said it will stop storing multicultural hair care and beauty products in security cases, but noted most of its stores never did it in the first place. That's, a, that's maybe something that matters. Oh, maybe it has to do with like uh, economics and location. Probably just like high crime areas. Yeah. And they, well, we'll talk about that in a second. We're sensitive to the issue and understand the concerns raised by our customers and members of the community and have made the decision to discontinue placing multicultural hair care and beauty products, a practice in place in about a dozen of our 5,000 stores nationwide in locked cases. 12 stores. 12 stores. Antioch's probably one of them. Antioch is <laughs> is one of them. The yeah. Franklin Walmart. No. In Williamson County, the richest county in Tennessee. No. There's nothing locked up. 
<laughs> Walmart said the cases were put in place to deter shoplifters. You don't say. And that the company does not tolerate discrimination. And uh, just in addition, on Thursday, Microsoft said it would stop selling facial recognition technology to U.S. police departments, showing similar announcements made by Amazon and IBM. I was kind of okay with that. Now, on Wednesday, NASCAR banned the Confederate flag from being displayed at its events. So all these companies jumping in on all this stuff. There's, well, This is the problem I've seen so far is that you can look at anything and just decide that it's racist. Or you could maybe assume that Walmart has like a computer somewhere, but Walmart probably has like at least one computer where they keep track of their of their stuff that's in their store. And then they were like, well, hey, what percent, what one of our products is being stolen the most? And then they're like, well, okay, well, it's, it's this product number right here. And they're like, well, what's that product number? And then, well, it's this specific hair care product, people keep stealing it. It's really good stuff and people keep stealing it. They're like, well, maybe we should put that in a glass case, potentially. Like they put other things that they don't want to have stolen in glass cases. Like if you actually, what I'm trying to say is, do you actually think that Walmart just one day they were like, well, we're not losing, you know, no one's stealing any of this stuff, but you know what? I hate black people so much. I'm going to put hair care products for, for multicultural purposes in a glass case just because I don't trust black people. Like, do you think that's what they said? Or do you think they were like, this thing has the highest percentage of being stolen compared to other items and is one of the easiest to put in glass cases because we already got the razors and other stuff in glass cases over here too, that we can just do a big old glass case through here. It's probably, like, un- it's probably unconscious bias. And that's, they didn't yeah. go through the unconscious bias training. That's, what's, that's, that's what, what happened. Was. Yeah. Well, you notice like at Walmart and Target even, like the makeup section's really lit up. Mm-hmm. That's not only for display. They have a, 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 boat, a boatload of cameras mm-hmm. in the makeup section and all that because makeup is known to be stolen. Yeah. Uh, in fact, empirically, I know several people that used to steal. Uh, I, listen, my family owns a grocery store. I have seen people steal a whole turkey before. When I, when I worked, actually, I saw that when I worked at a grocery store, my very first job ever. People will steal anything. Now, we didn't put the turkeys in a glass case because I don't think that would have been economically viable, really, <laughs> whatsoever. It's se- seasonal, you know, but I literally saw someone run out with a turkey trying to look like they were pregnant mm-hmm. before. I mean, people did they will get away. Uh, they did. Yeah, okay. they did. They did get away, but they probably came back the next day to get a soda or something like that and got in trouble more than likely. So anyway, it, this kind of stuff drives me insane because we can eventually end up looking at everything and just decide that everything is racist and anything, anything that is any type of determinant to anything that might have to do with African-Americans is because of racism. It's it just simply is. I mean, you know how many times I've had to ask people to to unlock the thing in my Walmart so I can get a phone case or I can get a phone charger or some, I mean, the printer ink is is locked up. Who steals printer ink? Everyone knows you just buy a new printer when you're out of ink. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's cheaper. You know that you're going to just buy a new printer most of the time. So it's just... Like you said, the razors are always locked the up. The razors are locked like. This is something that, especially if you're in like a high crime area or in an area that's uh, more impoverished, where you're going to have higher rates of theft, they're going to put stuff in glass cases. Cigarettes are always behind the counter. Yeah. I don't know why they are. That's yeah. They're smokest. You know, I don't, I don't know what they are. Not only is that racist, that's ageist. Yeah. You know? As ageist, it's smokest. It's all kinds of terrible, terrible words. Mm-hmm. So. 
anyway, I thought that that was pretty, pretty dumb. But hey, they are they are a private company, so do whatever you want. They could lock everything up. They could put everything out for free. Who Luckily, cares? they've only got to change 12 stores. It's hard to believe that that was only 12 stores that were doing that. That means I've been to several of them that, that were like that. Probably just around my Well, area. specifically multicultural products, though. Yes. Yeah, I guess so. Okay. Anyway, um, tell me about Lady A. Are all the all the drugs in the pharmacy locked up uh, and like in the pharmacy? No, they're all just right out in front. Okay. Yeah. So. All right. Lady Annabellum changed band name. Quote, we are deeply sorry. <laughs> That's coming, not the name of their new band, no. by the way. This coming from uh, Pitchfork. The popular country music band Lady Annabellum are changing their name to Lady A. Quote, when we set out together almost 14 years ago, we named our band after the Southern Antebellum style home where we took our first photos, the Nashville Trio explained. But we are regretful and embarrassed to say that we did not take into the account the associations that weigh down this word referring to the period of history before the Civil War, which includes slavery. We are deeply sorry for the hurt this has caused and for anyone who has felt unsafe, unseen or undervalued. Find Lady A's statement below. So, so some of that's going to be re- repeated in there. But yeah, Lady Annabellum changed their name to to Lady A because Annabellum is apparently racist. And, and just so you know, I I looked up what Annabellum means just to get the definition. I'm sure we'll need to change the definition pretty soon. But I did want to look up and see what Annabellum meant. Huh, so right now, this is what it says. It's an adjective. And it says occurring or existing before a particular war, especially the American Civil War. And that's it. So really, it's before any war at all. Yeah, but it, it especially means. But especially the, Civil war. the American Civil War. And that's it. I mean, it's, that's it's an, it. It's an antebellum house. That's that's all it means. Hey, it man, means, how's, how's your house? Uh, it's, it's antebellum. <laughs> it means that it existed before the Civil War. That's all it means. But because there was slavery, and it refers to a, a, a year in time that is before a specific year in the 1860s sometime, it's, it's racist, and you have to change it. This is insane. It's completely insane. Dumb bleep number three is insane. That's crazy. So this, um, you this, already this read some. This gets better, though. Yeah. <laughs> so give, give the follow-up to this, because it gets even better. So, <laughs> so I, was, I was really annoyed um about this and so my first thing that i that i said about it because they changed their name to lady a and so i was like uh so what does the a mean (laughs) doesn't the a still mean antebellum because that's what it used to say like you literally because you didn't finish the word it's just a now well now it's not racist anymore even though a obviously refers to antebellum because that's what it used to be I mean that it's just it's kind of crazy. So anyway, they should have they should have been Lady Post Annabellum, Post Annabellum, <laughs> whatever that word is. Yeah, Lady Present Day. Uh, <laughs> so this is from the Rolling Stone. This is hilarious, by the way. Lady Annabellum is now Lady A, but so is a blues singer who's used the name for twenty years. So this is this. Oh, you is, missed an important part, though. I know. Here, okay. I'm going to read the tweet here real quick. So from Rolling Stone, I was just reading the article title there. It says, Lady Annabellum is now Lady A, but so is a black blues singer who's performed music under the name for 20 years. And quote from the original Lady A, 
for them to not even reach out is pure privilege, says the woman with the original name. <laughs> so so they, ch- they they changed their name. They changed their name <laughs> to the same the, to the same moniker as a, a black lady who has been using that name for 20 years. And now they're being called. And now they're being canceled for that. <laughs> they're being called racist because they did that. This might be the best. It's amazing. I don't even know if we need to read it's any more so because amazing. this is so good. <laughs> so they went from semi-racist to full-blown racist. Oh, no. <laughs> they exercised their white privilege and took a black R&B singer's name. Yeah. Blue singer's name. <laughs> That's a lot of privilege. <laughs> That's so so much privilege. I mean, not only are they white, are they white, but they're a, they're a decent-sized country band. They've got all kinds of advantages yeah advantages i never had yeah and so so much so that they can just steal a black blues singer which which honestly this is good press for the black blues singer too well that's one of the things i thought about like this has been the best day for her in years more than likely yeah she's getting a lot of searches for sure right now and she's probably gonna get a nice little little lawsuit on top of that so Mm -hmm. anyway i I'd go ahead and run away with that one. It's now, just, what is what do you think her Lady A stands for? Um, probably Annabelle. Probably Annabelle. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I'm gosh. not sure. I'm not sure. We need to ask. Man, I hope it's Annabelle. Oh, that would be so good. So, what if they change their name back to just Lady Annabelle? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, we decided it. Screw it. It's no longer racist because it all it means is uh, just just a before the Civil War. Before, That's all it means. Yeah. That's it. You know, nowhere. I have never seen anywhere where like Annabellum house refers to like a, a house that had slaves. Yeah. Ever. I, I'm just looking purely at the definition of the word. It doesn't have anything to do with that. Now, it was pre-Civil War. So an Annabellum house might have had slaves. That's very potential. There's probably a lot of words, by the way, that existed before the year 1865. I bet mm-hmm. probably a lot of words. I mean, I, I don't know how many words this is going to end up needing to cut out in the English language because it might refer to something that existed before 1865. But uh, plus, I don't even know why that matters because we're just as much racist now as we were in 1860 anyway. So why would that even matter? Anything that occurred before today is racist. So anyway. And things that are occurring today are racist. So Speaking. We're never out of it. The artist formerly known as Lady Annabellum uh, they're probably just going to be done after this one more than likely because it's not going to make their country fans happy. They didn't gain a whole bunch of new fans for doing this. So it's uh, it's just not going to go very well for them at all. So this was pretty... That was dumb bleep number three, by the way. So we had the BB gun, number one. We had the uh, Walmart glass cases, number two. We got Lady A at number three. And then, listen to this. Rioters in Philadelphia defaced the statue of Matthias Baldwin. Now, the people have been going around pulling down statues lately. It's just a thing to do. It's one of the new TikTok trends I hear. Burning them. You go around, you burn, you pull down statues, you 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 did burn you, down buildings, you you start your own auto zones. This one's not in here, but did you see the one where they torched Abraham Lincoln? No, I did <laughs> yeah. not see that. Like, if there were the, ever- the Emancipation Proclamation now. Granted, I have my reserves about Lincoln. Yeah. But I really <laughs> it's because it's just because he was white. Yeah. He was white. Like the dude and I being, keep shaking everything. The whole thing like being white is wrong. That's what it is. 
That's a, that's what it's leading to. It has nothing to do with anything else except uh, it's it's the it's the proletariat versus the bourgeoisie. Well, and, and actually being black and not agreeing with BLM is just as wrong as being white. By the way, yeah, it's 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 only it's one way or the highway right now. That's it. I was trying to come up with a less cheesy saying, but I couldn't do it in real time. Now I will say I don't agree with Candace Owens. She's going she a little, very aggressive. She's going a little far yeah. with it so far. I don't think it's some of the things. She's, well, she made the she made the stance of, well, if George Floyd wasn't such a criminal, maybe this wouldn't have happened. Yeah. And it's like, no, you, you're excusing actual violence. Yeah. I want to hear her say the same thing about Breonna Taylor. Yeah, Breonna Taylor. That's, you the, know, that's the most prime, pure example of uh, overreaching brutality by the government yeah you have to draw a line you can't just say well if you would have just listened to the government then nothing bad would have happened to you that's the principle you're laying out right there yeah right, right. Well, if you just would have followed the government's laws nothing bad would have happened to you so that, see about, how far that carries you you know back in the day when slavery was legal it's actually like the law was you had to return an escaping slave yeah back to their master and if you didn't do that well then you got in trouble mm. with the law the law so i you know, just because there there are laws does not make them moral, and I don't understand why that's such a hard concept to grasp. Um, because people just have a hard time grasping concepts. I guess they just think like governments are benevolent in and of themselves. It's like, well, well, you know, why would they make a law if it wasn't good for us? Yeah, it's, I don't, I don't know. I'm not gonna say that they're not smart enough to figure it out i love how a part of me wants to say that i love how super conservatives can be so much like small government government sucks we want freedom and liberty also shouldn't have broken the law a hole <laughs> yeah like no those also, two things aren't going to exist at the same time our police need nukes yeah <laughs> that we haven't gone far enough i hate the government but i love the enforcement arm of the government right <laughs> they can do no wrong listen guys i don't hate all the police or anything i'm just saying the obsession over the people who enforce the government's tyrannical laws doesn't make any sense from a principal standpoint of being someone who wants a smaller and less powerful government right like it's 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 crazy. So anyway, the rioters in Philly to face the statue of Matthias Baldwin because that's the thing to do today. Who is Matthias Baldwin? Because I didn't know, and neither did neither did these people. Although I don't know if they would have cared, honestly. Baldwin was a devout member of the Presbyterian Church and a consistent donor to religious and secular charitable causes throughout his life. In 1824, he was the founder of the Franklin Institute in Philadelphia. That's all cool. Also, Which seems to be an antebellum institute. That's that was an antebellum institute. So that's the problem. <laughs> he existed before that time. Right. In 1835, he donated money to establish a school for African American children in Philadelphia. It's probably why there's a statue of him up there, and he also had some some big businesses and stuff, and continued to pay the teacher's salaries out of his own pocket for years thereafter. Baldwin was an outspoken supporter for the abolition of slavery in the United States, a position that was used against him and his firm by competitors eager to sell locomotives to railroads based on the slaveholding South. He owned locomotives, a uh, business doing that. So he was an abolitionist. Baldwin was a member of the 1837 Pennsylvania State Constitutional Convention, and he emerged as a defender of voting rights for the state's black male citizens. Well, he was... He was a he womanizer. Was yeah, that's what it was. That's what it was. It's yeah. We figured it out. He only wanted okay. voted rights for the black males. Yeah. Yeah. 
So all you black females, he didn't care about you. And and white females too. I don't know. Maybe he did like white females. I have no idea. I don't really know anything about him and neither did the people who defaced the statue. And that's the annoying part. Like there's just this mentality right now that everything rich white guy, everything needs to be torn down and we have to start fresh. Man, is it not insane how much history repeats itself? Human beings literally never change, right? This is the exact same stuff that went on through all of the terrible Terrible countries that you guys have all heard everyone talk about. Literally, Mao's China. You had to you had to destroy people who had the old way of thinking. You, you carry around Mao's little red book. Yeah, anyone who had any of the old who thought in the old ways, they they needed to be buried alive at that point. the The entire idea was that the whole thing needed to be burned down, and we had to make room for the new era. This was the same thing that's happened in every single evil, terrible, destructive, murderous communist revolution that there's ever been is always this burn down everything that was before now, and now we're going to carry on with the new, regardless of whether or not it makes any sense. Like defacing the statue of someone who spent 30 years trying to abolish slavery and who started a school for African-American children when there probably wasn't one and paid the teacher salaries out of his own pocket. And you deface his statue during a Black Lives Matter protest. It's insane. How do you reason with this? How do you argue? How do you make any sense to these people whatsoever? There is absolutely no logic or common sense happening right now. Although at all. Look, this is it appears to be. I don't want to assume this appears to be a white man defacing this guy's statue. It's like a white woman to me. Might be a white woman even. I don't so know if maybe clarified the gender of the person. Maybe this really is a racist. And to get back at them, uh, black people tearing down other statues, they're tearing down this abolitionist it statue. It was a white supremacist that, that yes, destroyed the statue. I think that, mm, mm, okay. That's, that's the narrative. You heard it here first, folks, right here. <laughs> so that is dumb bleep number four right there. Speaking of four, 96% of people who listen to this podcast end up subscribing to the podcast. So go to your favorite podcast app if you want to hear a just amazing and fruitful and valuable episode about liberty every single day of the week when we want to. Like I said, 96% of the people are subscribing, so don't be part of the evil whore percenters. Just do not. That's a hell of a rate, man. At all. Don't be in the poor percent, okay? Don't do it. You don't want to be a four percenter. You want to be in that 96%, the cool guy club and girls, you know, whatever. Yeah. I don't care. So go ahead and go to the podcast on your favorite podcast app. And hit that subscribe button. Do it right now. Dumb bleep number five comes to you from President Donald Trump. This might trigger some people that Uh, are listening uh right now. I'm sorry, but I thought this was really dumb. Uh, Donald Trump said, Buffalo protester shoved by police could be an Antifa provocateur. (laughs) 75-year-old Martin uh, Guagino, something like that was pushed away after appearing to scan police communications in order to black out the equipment. Um, I watched. He fell harder than he was pushed. <laughs> was aiming scanner. Could be a setup. So what? Listen, <laughs> this is the president. Um, this is the president of the United States tweeting um, about how potentially uh, the Buffalo protesters shoved by police could have been an Antifa member. I don't care. So yeah, I don't even care if I you know. had a scanner yeah. trying to block police communications. Yeah, I know. 
He didn't. It doesn't this, matter. It doesn't matter. And the point is, the reason I thought this was so dumb was, listen, you're the president, man, and your poll numbers are in the tank. I know they're probably not completely real, but your poll numbers are in the tank. Everything's on fire. Like, why? Why is the answer? Or is the question? Why tweet about this? Why talk about a 75-year-old man to stir that the, was pushed over? It's to stir his own base. Like it, That's it, what it is. And it doesn't make any sense. The only thing I could come up with is he was trying to be an equal opportunity offender because this was an old white guy. And so he was just tweeting about how this was probably a bad person. But my my whole thing on this was that there's no reason to even talk about this at all. You've got a widely popular video of a 75-year-old man going out, getting pushed over, blood coming out of his head. And then you decide you're going to jump in the ring and saying that he might have been an Antifa member. Why? What good does it do? Who are you protecting? Who are you? Who are you helping? What good does the all? president's Twitter do ever? I know. <laughs> Listen, this this kind of stupid crap is what got him elected. So whatever. I'm sure he's got a strategy or his strategy is no strategy. And that's what leads to the election. So. Whatever. It's his Twitter. I still think we need to work on that fake Twitter app that the White House needs to slip on his phone sometime, though. Get Just your votes in. Make him think. Okay, guys. So we got number one, BB gun. Number two, Walmart. Number three, Lady A. Number four, what Baldwin was it? statue. Uh, the Baldwin statue, not Alec. Uh, and number five, <laughs> the 75-year-old. Trump tweet. The 75 year old Trump tweet about the Antifa member. It's like 72 or something like that, isn't he? um, I don't know. Oh, Trump? Yeah, 72, 73, something like that. So, anyway. Sam said Lady A might win because they blundered twice. That one to me might be the most hilarious, dumb bleep I've ever seen in my life. Let's see. We have a vote for Trump. We have a vote for uh Maurice. I need you to clarify, man. You can't vote twice. You can't vote twice, man. This is in California. (laughs) come on let's go see if anyone maybe he's ranked choice voting he could be so bb guns his one or and lady a's his number two so the heaviest weight goes to bb gun yeah and then a little bit less weight goes to lady a oh now he's switching Uh uh-oh let's see Uh uh-oh so we got double whammy (laughs) (laughs) lady a uh let's see lady a I think that's gonna put Lady A in the win. I'm looking on the other stuff, um, real quick. Oh, so, everyone gets to vote. Now um, uh, we'll just we'll just let the uh, live members, guys. You can go to Patreon.com/slash/GoodMorningLiberty if you want to hang out like this with us live every single day of the week when we want to, which is normally every single. How many episodes did you say we've done in a row now on the weekdays? It's quite a bit. Two hundred and right? well, not in a row. We're at two hundred and sixty-eight right now, but. I mean, we skipped a couple days in oh, there, right? Yeah, I have. Oof. I mean, we got to be like a month straight of a new episode every single day of the week right I now. I don't remember. It has to be something like that. All right. So it's going to be Lady A because it, it was the double whammy that did it. I know it was. It was already dumb enough that they changed their name to Lady A, which, by the way, the A stands for Antebellum. Um, but then secondly, the fact that there was already a black blues singer who had the name Lady A, and now they've been accused of exercising their evil white privilege over this woman. You just can't really get any better than that, Mm -mm. man. I don't don't really know how you can make it better than that. So, all right, the dumb bleep of the week goes to Lady A, or the artist formerly known as Lady Time Something Before the Civil War is is what it's going to go to. 
So go to patreon.com slash goodmorningliberty if you guys want to watch this all the time. Patreon.com slash goodmorningliberty. We trade some stocks every day, by the way. Some stonks. We've been trading stonks every single day for a long time. We got a class if you're interested in learning how to trade stocks, what we do every single morning. We go through our pre-market analysis. We pick out important points on all of these stocks. And uh, it's been going really well. The market has been insane, insane lately. So if you guys want to know uh, what our strategies are and how to develop your own strategies and how to use a trading platform. We've created an online zone. We have. For that. It's an online, an, on, an, an only zone that's, uh, that's going on right now. So it's mastermytrades.com. Mastermytrades.com. You can learn how to read charts, how to use a trading platform, how to order stocks, how to do all kinds of stuff like that. Order stocks from the very beginning. <laughs> from the very beginning, don't even know a word yet. All the way to to taking day trades every single day. There's there's like 110 or so videos on the website right now. We put up four videos yesterday. I mean, there's so much content on there. So if you're interested, go to mastermytrades.com. You've got until the end of next week to be in on the seven-day free trial for the class. You don't want to miss it. And after that, you're never going to gonna get the option mm. for a seven-day free trial again next week. Nope, you're so, not, man. Yeah. So anyway, Charlie. Also, yeah. if you guys enjoyed the show, then please share it with a friend. Tell someone that you love about it. Tell someone that you hate about it. <laughs> Hopefully, you don't hate anyone because uh, hate's a very... My mom always used to say... Hate's a strong word. Like my mama used to tell me. And that's what my mama used to tell me. And I was like, Mom, I don't say strong words. I think she's here right now. I think she's watching somewhere. And I was like, I don't say that kind of stuff. And she was like, oh, yeah, you do. And I'm like, no, I don't. And I don't hate anyone. And so you shouldn't hate anybody. But there's people that you strongly dislike. Share it with them, too, uh, especially your <laughs> your progressive friends. And get them in, uh, especially if you can reach the people in the zone. Yeah. Share it with them. And then, of course, leave us a rating and review. Uh, the the reviews and stuff have been awesome. We just can't thank you guys enough for all the kind words that you say to blow up our egos. And uh, if you guys do all of that, and I'm saying all of it, then we'll be back again on Monday. Hope you guys have a good day and a good weekend. Liberty. Liberty. You know, the rapidly rising uh, um, uh, in with... Uh, with, uh, I don't know, uh, 